Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I'm Christina, one of your hosts, and I'm joined tonight not only by my book besties, <laughs> but also by the lovely and brilliant Nat from That's What Nat Read on Instagram. Hello, Nat. Hello. Welcome. Hey. Thank you. So we're so excited. We're so excited to have Nat here. If you do not already follow That's What Nat Read on Instagram, do yourself a favor and go do that immediately. Mm-hmm. Her immediately. book reviews posts are so spot on and wonderful. Yes. I have downloaded mm-hmm. so many books sheerly from her recommendation. Yeah. Also, she co-owns a wonderful Etsy shop that I will say she didn't even ask us to plug. This is just like <laughs> us speaking yeah. our truth. We're all wearing We're them. all just wearing. We're obsessed. Our, it, if you follow her Instagram, you've seen us in these sweatshirts. It's the ones yeah. that, like, mine says Havel Yard, Kim says Westfall. Yeah. Anna has two because for the past two years for her birthday, me and Kim have gotten her these sweatshirts. Like, before we were even DMing our friends with Nat. And I, just, like, I love them because it's, good. like, a sneaky way of, like, when you're out in public and then somebody sees, like, light yeah. it up. Uh-huh. Go, oh, yeah. I love that book. And I'm like, girl, me too. <laughs> you're like, girl, me too. We're part of the same club. Hey, yeah. yeah. Funny you should Funny mention you that. Funny you should mention we that. podcast. <laughs> 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 I mean, mine like Hadley yeah. Yard, and it's like those like you know like college block like letters. So at times, yeah. people have been like, "Is that Harvard? Havel? What did you like, go to Harvard? Is that a different did you spell? Harvard? No, we went to we went to the version of, of Harvard. Dorian Hadley Yard. I was gonna say, which is even funnier. It's like, yes, I went to Fantasy Harvard. <laughs> I went to Sarah J. Mass Harvard. Went, you know, that's listen. We, we majored in Sarah J. Mass. Basically, which, speaking of another thing that Nat's really great at, that you're really great at. Our Sarah J. Mass theories. Yes. So, oh my gosh. Buckle so up, good. ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're doing tonight. Nat has yes. some yeah. really good ones on the outline that like are very vague. Yeah. So I'm really excited to dive into them and uh-huh. break them down. Yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. say yeah. I intentionally I have a more detailed document, and then I was like, I'll just give them the snippets. I can't tell them everything. Yeah. Love it. Good. No, love it. We did that too. I love a reveal. <laughs> love a reveal. <laughs> so just. Consider this your spoiler warning for basically any written word that Sarah J. Mass has put out there. So anything. anything. I mean, no, yeah, literally. if you want to continue and be spoiled, go for it. If not, I would go yeah. read everything she's ever written and then come back. Yeah. There's only 13 this small books. homework. It's only 13. Yeah. It's fine. You it's only it. 13. And they're, 13. they're so short, you know. Um, and also, we already have a multiverse theories episode already out. And I mm-hmm. can, I would suggest mm-hmm. going back and listening to that one before com- before listening to this. It doesn't matter really that much. But we have a lot of, like, our or- original theories. And um, after we finish re- reading House of Sky and Breath, those were, like, our initial big things that we looked up and studied. It took, oh my God, I think mm-hmm. it took us like three to four weeks to put that episode together after finishing yeah. House of Sky and Breath. Um, and mm-hmm. we're going to try and not rehash a lot of those theories. And we have some pretty good ones in that episode. Yeah, we do. Hashtag Meryl. Hashtag, Meryl. Um, hashtag who is Meryl? Yeah, so <laughs> I suggest going to listen to that. And also we polled you guys a few weeks ago and we asked you guys in one of our posts to send us some of the best theories that you all have heard or read. And we took all of those notes. We read them. We have done the work. We've researched them to kind of cross-check to see if they're, you know, there's truth to them. So we've done the research mm-hmm. for you guys. 
And um, yeah. we yeah. are not going to be able to get into all of them, but don't worry because I feel like we will have more of these episodes coming. 100%. Considering we still don't even have a release date for CC3. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too, too long to wait. I know. But yeah, yeah, we're really, we were so grateful for all the theories you guys sent us. There were some that we hadn't heard. There were some that expanded upon ideas that we already had. And it was really fun mm-hmm. to read, and we are really excited to break down some of these for you all. So thank you guys for setting them. You have spoken, we have listened, and we're here to discuss. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Yay! Okay, where okay. are we starting? Who's starting? Let's dive in. Okay. So, oh man, this theory, y'all. Okay, so okay. this is... Break it oh down. God, I'm so excited. We, I break have it down. a theory here from, um, it's from Emily's Theories. Um, so thank you, Emily, for for a lot of for a lot of this, and some of it was things that we'd already touched upon in previous episodes, and she kind of solidified it in my brain that I mm-hmm. think there's some validity validity to some of these. Okay, so okay. Midgard and okay. the TOG world, Irelia. Okay, mm-hmm. what if they are one and the same? So like this. we okay. yes, okay. So we had originally theorized in our first episode that we have you know that that it was all kind of the well, go listen to our first episode. We don't need to get into all that. I'm not going to rehash it all. But if you listen to it, we broke up down a timeline that we had all kind of agreed upon. Yes. Mm-hmm. This theory is different because this theory says that what if Midgard, which actually okay. translates in Norse like language to Earth, okay? Okay. Okay. Terrasin translates to Old Earth. Interesting. So what if the Midgard we are on right now is just eons, like millennia in the future? Of Terrasin. Of, T- of, Ter- of, of TOG, of Aurelia. Not just Aurelia. Aurelia is one continent, and you've got the southern continent. So just basically all of TOG. Yeah, don't forget about that, Anna. That's very oh, It's coming up, Kim. <laughs> it's coming up. So one of the things that SJM is really good about is she's good about putting, or really amazing, is are her maps, okay? Mm-hmm. Love she a map. She was purposefully, like in Akatar, she purposely kept part of Akatar's map blank until we got to Akamath. Yeah. Because she didn't want us to, like, kind of read into oh, right. the sand and the night yeah. core and all of that. Mm-hmm. So for Crescent City, she is only released a city map she has not released a world map she has not released a continent map a country map nothing just okay. interesting in the second book too yeah that's it that's all oh. we've got so okay there is also a quote from um i think it's Th- uh, therian that he says that the old midgard like before the asteri came okay. mm-hmm. was inhabited by ancient humans and gods that dwelled there which is very much how tog is described originally yeah. mm-hmm. right that's very tog okay so we also know that if we go back to our meryl theory from our first episode um meryl <laughs> yeah. the thing that she's studying in akasoff is like worlds being layered on top of each other can things yes. exist in the same space in different times. Yes. Okay, so she says that. In Crown of Midnight, Baba Yellow Legs, which I looked this up earlier, uh, she says the same thing. Oh, right. She has oh. that quote. Yes, yeah, she yeah, has yeah, this yeah, big yeah. quote where she's talking about the Valgs and or or the gods and the Valgs, and she's talking to, uh, well, it's still Selena at the time, and she's it's, you know, with the uh-huh. um, bef- the big carnival or whatever is, whatever mm-hmm. is there for. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carnival, yeah. like, in their backyard at the palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're just, we're working with this theory that, like, things could exist, possibly, in different, like, yeah, like, occupy the same space, but be different time periods, like, layered on top of each other. Right. Yeah, okay. Listeners, you can't see my hands. (laughs) We're stacking a sandwich, okay? It's a Uh, world sandwich. We're stacking a sandwich, exactly. Okay, so Parthos, Parthos is, like, the ancient city, correct me if I'm wrong, that's what it's called, right? Well, I know it's called Parthos. I thought that was the library. 
Right, but par- the library of Parthos. Parthos oh, is okay. like... Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm yes. sorry. Okay, so yeah. Parthos is in the old Midgard, right? It's an ancient human city that is no longer here. Okay. So okay. Parthos yeah. is described um, when Bryce is visited by Apollyon in her dream, in like a dream world in CC2. He takes right. her uh-huh. to Parthos and she describes it as a dusty plain. Keywords there, dusty plain. Okay. Yeah. Now we have theorized or not theorized, but we have talked about, I guess this wasn't in our TOG episodes because it would have been a spoiler for Crescent City, but in Queen mm-hmm. of Shadows, when Aelin is going through the tunnels and they come across the God of Truth, the Sin Eater, also called the Sin Eater, his mm-hmm. temple, which is like made of bones, yeah. right? Mm. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And then yes, we have yes, the bone yes. carver in Akatar. Yeah, yeah. Lots of bones. We talked about like amongst ourselves that we thought maybe they were connected, maybe they were the same. It seems kind of too weird uh-huh. to not be like that's very oddly specific with like the obsession with bones and, and stuff. And yeah, plus like right. and, and the bone Lots carver seems to know a lot of truths and seems to know a lot about things just like ah. the god of truth would. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. When I think it's Farah is visiting the bone carver. He mentions that where he came from, I do not believe it. It is now anything more than dust drifting across a plane. <gasps> dusty plane. Dusty plane. <laughs> yes, Christina. Good. You remember dusty plane. <laughs> so, just, just like, just like, put if you connect, if you yeah. connect all three yeah. of those things, right? So you have the God of Truth in living in TOG. Yeah. You know that the bone carver somehow ended up in Akatar, right? And he's been mm-hmm. in the prison for God knows how long. Right. And they yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. would you ever want to go back to your home? And he says, it's nothing more than dust drifting across a plain. When Apollyon takes Bryce to mm-hmm. Parthos, the ancient city, it is a dusty plain. Could they, like... <gasps> Love like, it. Because, like, and remember, Therian describes, says that, Old Midgard was a land inhabited by humans and old gods. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. <gasps> I okay. love that. Interesting. The other thing is the bone carver. What does he draw in the dirt? Oh, I love this. Yes. The circles. Yes. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> good good Thank job. Him. He, <laughs> Thank you. Star student. He draws yeah. three circles. And, <laughs> and, what, and, and Christina, what is the amulet that... Um, the Arcesian amulet that uh, Bryce wears. Yes? It's three circles. Three circles. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is a symbol of Parthos. So the three interlocking circles is actually the symbol of Parthos. Oh. <gasps> oh. Or could it be the three, the the three, you know? The T-O-G the and T-O-G, the Akatar and, and Crescent City. The three of them, the oh. three circles. So it could be like over- Being like linked yeah. somehow. Well, As but well. it would mean like if he was saying, like if he's drawing those three things- yeah. And Parth and it's literal that literally the symbol of Parthos, like that's canon. Then and if he is originally right. from like the Sin Eater, the the yeah. bone temple that they found. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not like you're, yeah. you're drawing connections. We're drawing connections. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the it. The fact that he was drawing it and it's a symbol of Parthos, I feel like is I Yeah. Mean, yeah. Hello. She wouldn't have him do that just for Shits and giggles. I, I mean, she I don't know. Do I, listen, I think Sarah sits at home and just goes, this will be fun. <laughs> Actually, I think she's kind of like Taylor Swift in that she's like, let me just put some stuff out there and then like, we'll just kind of see what they think of it. And we go like down these rabbit holes yeah. and she's like, y'all are insane, but this is fun. <laughs> and keep yeah. going. Like, this is fun. Really I good. mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love okay. that. So love now that. we're going to get to Kim. Or Kim, this part is for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> is it about kale? Okay. So the yeah. Southern continent. This is the part I'm very, very excited about. 
Me too. And <laughs> I, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Emily because yes, this one is really cool. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so Southern Continent. When um, Kale, yeah, and uh, oh my God, what's Kale? The original love interest, Nesrin. Nesrin. When they're in the Southern oh. Continent, I was like Selena. <laughs> they both have different. They both have like different outings or whatever where they describe what Antica looks like. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Get this shit. Give it to okay. us. Okay. They both describe the climate as arid, dry. It's they uh-huh. um most of the southern continent right. is desert, okay? Antica is yep. surrounded by a desert. Mm-hmm. It says until she could spot could spy the olive groves and wheat fields just outside the city. That's what Nazrin says about that the city of Antica is surrounded by olive groves and wheat fields. Okay. 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 Lunathian. Now this is Lunathian's description. Sandstone walls, okay. arid climate. Olive groves and little farms <gasps> that line distant hills beyond the border. Olive what? groves? <laughs> Where is this description? Is a, like, did I read these like, books? That is w- way too similar. Also, not at all how I picture Lenothian. I totally yeah. Didn't no, that. I picture like New York City. Yeah. So, well, so like it's that. surrounded by a border of walls, like sand walls, sandstone walls. Okay. Which also kind of seemed very desert, I guess. Um, yeah, how interesting. Yeah. The, the, the way that like that part is described reminds me of Antica. Yeah, like okay. in how because the the everything there is more. It's like uh, white sandstone is how it's described. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They don't yeah. use the word sandstone, so I shouldn't say that. But they are described as kind of like that white. It gives that feel. Yeah, like yeah. that, and it's a desert. I mean, it says it's a desert. It's an arid climate. Oh, yeah. Lenothian is also surrounded by a desert on the outskirts. So you've got really? Olive, really? Yes, you've got olive groves <laughs> and farmland, and then on like to the south or to the I can't I can't remember to the north or to the south are is a big desert, and they have they have a really wet season that like floods with heavy downpour, and then they have extremely dry droughts. Very yeah. interesting. I know the fact that it's specifically olive groves feels very. Yeah, I mean, interesting. Yeah. yeah, come on. So we think that's just connected in some fa- like maybe so later. If it goes back to like if. If Midgard, which means Earth, and Terrasin, which means Old right. Earth. Right. So what I'm guessing is that Lunathian... Oh, and Lunathian is supposed to be, like, was built to represent one of the old cities of the human realm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's... Which is why you have, like, Luna's Temple, which is, like, honoring the old gods or something. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. The other big thing is the Torre Chesme, right? In Antica. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is the oldest library in Aurelia ha- houses like the largest collection of histories and blah blah blah. The Library of Parthos is the same thing, right? That Jessica is, you know, hides and protects, right? That's what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, do you guys remember the goddess of healing in TOG, Silva? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I okay. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is like important to Irene and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what her symbol is? No. Like what animal represents? Like what's the big animal by Maeve? Oh, an owl. Oh, an right. Owl. Because she has taken the, the healer yeah. and made her an owl. Or the something. healers from the southern continent. So yeah, yeah, guess yeah. guess what symbol is placed very largely outside of Jessica's and Jessica, like the antiquities store. Is it an owl? Is it an owl? Big owl eyes. <laughs> it's owl eyes <gasps> guarding the top of her door. Silva. So there's so the other part of the theory is that is the library of Parthos part of the Torre Chesme that's been <gasps> old earth, Terracin, yeah. like passed now to Midgard. And it would make sense if you have the owl eyes because the Torre Chesme was Silva's whatever. Yeah, yeah right, and right, right. And now Jessica's in charge of it and protecting I it. I love this. 
And yes. it would make sense, like, if we don't know how old Jessica is, right? We have Jessica as a freaking. I Jessica! don't like, right, okay. We know nothing about Jessica. We know literally nothing. We know nothing, nothing about <laughs> her except that, like, she's kind of she, a bitch. She's terrifying. And she reminds us of Miranda yep. from Devil Wears Prada. Um, Absolutely, yes. Um, okay, so the other similarity or old or tie in to TOG, the last, well, the last one, and then there's like a few like rapid fire things to list off. Okay. Is Lydia, the hind. Yes. Yes. Wait, what is so it? So Lydia's, descri- her description is almost verbatim Aelin, minus the eyes. <gasps> like fair skin, long blonde hair, beautiful, like stunning. Um, okay. She has she has golden eyes, whereas Aelin has green eyes rimmed with gold. I mean, so potato, yeah. potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, close enough, right? Yeah. But the big thing is that when Rune runs into her at that like gala, gala, ball thing. The party, yeah. yeah. One of the things he notes about her is he says she wore a gold ring crowned with a square clean cut ruby. <gasps> and what ring does Aelin pick out of the trove? That's Aelin's ring! And gives to Ro- and she gives it to Rowan as their wedding band. Yeah. I remember this! I'm so excited! Oh my God, that's amazing. I remember nothing! Uh, that she gives him a, a, a gold ring with a elegantly cut ruby is what it says. Yes! Right. Yes! Yeah. I am... What? Wait, so are we saying... what? How... Hold on. What does that mean? So I don't... So, like, okay, so here's the thing. Emily says... She kind of suggests that it could be Aelin. It could be Aelin. I, I see, and I don't like that because a, I don't like the thought that Aelin would ever be with anybody other than Rowan. Yeah, <laughs> like right, we can't right. Have Aelin have on-page romance with someone no, who's not no, Rowan? Absolutely like, not. No. I like to think if this is like millennia or thousands and thousands of years in the future, like what if it? Which we theorized, right? We talk about how she yes. was. Her father is a is like a very. We don't know who he is, but he's like a stag shifter. She has fire, uh-huh. right? Oh, stag! Yes. Interesting, sorry. <laughs> and, and, and fire, stag. right? That's her symbol. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Aelin's yeah. is obviously wow. fire. <laughs> Mind and blown. Also, she's, she is associated with Luna. God, I don't remember really a lot about Luna. Yeah, she's, a, oh, she's described in CC as being the spitting image of Luna. Oh, yeah. And, the, and Luna's sacred animal in CC is the stag. <gasps> guys so what if Lydia is like ancestor of Aelin and the ring has been passed down yeah and it's like a family heirloom that's what I think has to be you know has to if be. this is true that's what I think I love yeah. that that's so specific it's... that specific ring yeah. like come on I know. it has to I be know. I really love that because I feel like that is more realistic to me like we're gonna get like a tie of like here is something that's yeah. been passed down from them Instead of, like, right. Aelin on page. I mean, if we were going to tie in TOG, I just really don't want to touch Aelin. Just leave Aelin alone. She's gone through enough. She, yeah. <laughs> Let the poor girl rest. Um, rapid Jesus. fire for this, just to tie in more similarities for our, if TOG and Midgard are one in the same. Yeah, So you've got me. Rune, Danon, could be named after, like, so, because it's, you know, people get named after things in history of their worlds, right? Like, uh, that's not a weird thing to do. So Rune could be named yeah. after the Rune Mountains. There are rune mountains. Which are, which are what? In in TOG. In TOG. The rune mountains. Didn't remember where? that. There, oh, you didn't remember? <laughs> it's like where more no. of this, I think. Yeah, I think they go like flying near them and stuff. Or like it's where like the spiders are near the rune mountains. Oh. Or yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, got it, so got it, got it. So you have rune and rune. Then you have, there's apparently a Mount Mora that's na- that's mentioned a lot in CC, but I don't know, like, you know, whatever. I didn't remember that, but sounds yeah. like Morath. 
And then does, sure uh, does. Yeah. Then you have like Orinth, which is the city Terrasin. Yeah. And there's a city yeah. in um, Midgard. I, can't, I, I know there's like another country up above Midgard yes, that, that we haven't in, explored called yet. Called Corinth. 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 Okay. And then oh, you've got. Okay. Um, okay. And then obviously we have word marks. That is interesting. Well, yeah. we've gotten a lot of DMs about word marks showing up in Akatar, mm-hmm. showing up in yeah. CC. Yeah. Like we've gotten that. A lot of our listeners have been like, "Oh, did you notice like the the symbols that they painted over the shack in Akatar?" Yes. Could also be word marks. Word marks. Yeah. It is interesting, though, talking about this. I know you guys talked about this in your last episode, too, of the um, Fenris-like tie-ins to, yes. you know, I like Danica Fenrir. But it's kind of interesting. Yes. Like, obviously, Akatar and CC, there are Fae. Well, there's Fae in all of them. Mm-hmm. But now that yeah. you're saying this, it's like, okay, but CC has Fae, and it has shifters, and it has witches. Yeah. 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 So I mean, all right. of, like TOG has all of those, but Akatar only really has Fae. Yeah, I all, totally, I, totally. There's not. I don't really have much to support this theory, but I've wondered if the Mer could be like the Mycenaeans that are in Throne of Glass. <gasps> I, I really yes. have no evidence. Oh. <laughs> I just think it would be cool. No, and okay. Like, kind I of agree. So yes. so, I'm so glad you said that because in this that. Emily girl's theory, shout out Emily, she talks about how. Mer are confirmed to be in TOG, and I'm like, I do not remember there yeah, being Mer people. I don't people. remember that, but I mean, maybe that's what the Mycenaeans were. I love that, but though. the Mycenaeans, yeah, yeah I guess could. maybe they're like, because maybe they're like, uh, used to be Mer, because aren't they like in hiding? Because isn't like Rolf a Mycenaean? Yes, yes. So maybe they're like a version of Mer, but they don't yeah. like, really go in the water yeah. anymore or something. Because like that. that's one of the ways that she convinces them to help. Yes, is she's like, which is like, kind of interesting. What Therian says, like. That Mur, it's not like he dies if he never goes in the water. Like no. he, he so loses, maybe it's even doesn't like, he like lose his ability then to yeah. shift back into Mur. Which maybe that's what happens <gasps> to the Mycenaeans. Interesting. Oh. Maybe that's what happened to the yeah. Mycenaeans. That this is why we have you on. I <laughs> love that. that. I love it. That but, is so interesting. But yeah, it's just interesting that we're talking about. There's like a lot more overlap between TOG and CC, like races yeah. of, mm-hmm. of people yeah. or creatures and stuff. Oh, totally. yeah. And you know, the first time we the first time we did our first theories episode, we all hadn't read TOG in so long. Yeah. That like literally our mm-hmm. entire first episode was just Akasov tie-ins and like you know and it was really it was a lot harder to find TOG tie-ins because we were just like so in, there were mm-hmm. eight books we'd have to go back and reread yeah yeah well yeah. speaking of <clears throat> and we did and, I have some TOG did. tie-ins everyone okay let's excited? go okay 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 Christina so this take is the a wheel. really quick really fun one that I found that I thought was really fun so these are TOG Akatar got it tie-in tie. all right so this is a quote from Lorcan from Empire of Storms Anna it's your man it's my man <laughs> This is <laughs> Lorcan, you know, ha- has has cut up the period pads for his right? beloved, yeah. and now says this. Well, this is maybe before that. Whatever. Okay. Um, okay. But listen. So this is this is something Lorcan says. He'd seen a kingdom perhaps three hundred years ago that relied on barges to sail its goods from one end to another. Its name eluded him, lost to the catacombs of his memory. Lorcan wondered if it still existed tucked away between two mountain ranges on the other side of the world. What? So the theory is that he's talking about Valeris, Valaris, and he can't remember Remember the name because the spell on it. Because Reese hid it from everybody. And that's what, that's why the name eluded him lost to the catacombs of his memory. But he wondered if it still existed tucked away between two mountain ranges on the other side of the world. 
It does, Lorcan. It, it does. does. Also, but when wait, Empire why, storms. How, but that would would that mean then that like Akatar Prithian is on the same planet? Again, I don't know. Mm. Haven't thought this one too much through. I just thought it was interesting. No, that is interesting. Could it not be? Mm. Well, so he and he also says three hundred years ago. Right. So like, so who knows, who knows what? where we are here? Um, but it's also interesting to note with that quote: the Empire of Storms came out the same year as. Or maybe a year before, a year after, Akamath. So, like, it's not unheard of that she would be mm-hmm. trying to meld the worlds at that point. Like, we're not, like... Oh, yeah, too, I think at that oh. point she knew. We're already, like, in yeah. it, you know? You're totally so, like, right, Christina. It's, that would be You're a totally very interesting right. thing for her to, like, try out, like, throw it in there, you know? Yeah. She knew, she knew I think she knew by then that she was going to be blending or had a multiverse right. plan. Right. Okay. So, these are really interesting. So, this is also taking from different people and things that listeners sent us. Okay. That. Okay. The Iron Teeth Witches... Mm-hmm. from TOG yeah. exist in Prithian. They, uh, there are some Iron Teeth witches in Prithian. Okay. Okay. So first clue okay. we get in Akasof. There is uh-huh. an inmate at the prison that Cass actually imprisoned named Blue Anis. Anis? A-N-N-I-S. Anis? Yeah. I would say I said Anis. Anis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Blue Anis. Okay. So okay. she is described as having cobalt skin and iron claws. Okay. And it says Anis savored eating her prey. Oh. Then there's a whole other thing where that it's like sounds... her nails are <laughs> scraping on the door and yeah. like she like Nesta hears them like from the other side of the door, her like nails. And she actually left a scar on Cass's like, you know, big sassy chest. Um, and whenever he, whenever she, Nesta hears the sound, she like looks at, at Cass and he like points to a scar. Like that's who that is. <gasps> that's what that heal? sound is. Is from Blue Anis. Because uh, remember... Aelin's scars don't heal when Baba Yellowlegs gives her the necklace. Oh, interesting. Yes. Right. It doesn't heal. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So go with me here. So blue and I'm with you. I'm with right. you. Uh-huh. Blue uh-huh. bloods of Iron Teeth witches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blue Anis. Okay. Right. So blue. In, yeah. Um, there's in English folklore, there's a mythological figure called Black Anis. Okay. That exists. Like is on Wikipedia. Look it up. Now. <laughs> Okay. This, <laughs> this being is described as a blue-faced witch with iron claws. Black Annis. Okay. It's, uh, like, yeah, in yeah, folklore. Yeah. But we've called her Blue Annis. Like, and the blue with the blue wow. bells and iron teeth, whatever. Okay. Now, this is a quote from Manon describing the, the witches. Yeah. Okay. Legend had it that all witches had been gifted by the three-faced goddess with iron teeth and nails to keep them anchored to this world when magic threatened to pull them away. The Iron Crown, supposedly, was proof that the magic in the blue bloodline ran so strong that their leader needed more, more iron and pain to keep them tethered in this realm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. (gasps) Christina, that's totally what it is. The blue bloodline ran so strong that they needed, like, this iron and pain thing to keep them tethered here because Mm -hmm. they were, like, being pulled by their magic to other realms. Interesting. Okay. Um, fact number two. Uh, re- receipt number two. Uh, okay. It. We're in Assassin's Blade. Okay. okay. We yep. meet Ansel. Yep. Oh, Sam. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay. We meet Ansel. Okay. Ansel's from the yep. Flatlands. Right. Which is the Old Witch Kingdom. 
All right? Yes. So now she tells us a very scary story about how she snuck out to a watchtower. And at the watchtower, there's an archway that Uh went through the bottom of the archtower. So you could see through it to the other side of the hill. And if you looked through the archway on the night of the summer solstice, then you might see into another world. Quote. What? Yeah. What? This is an assassin's plate. So now we're going to jump over to Akasaf, to Uh the Bog of Orid. Okay. Okay. Which Uh is apparently where witches dwell. I I don't know. It used to be like a sacred place and now it's like scary and bad and dangerous and whatever. So where the witches dwell. And what is described of these witches is they drink young blood to fill the coldness the magic left in them. So then we go back to Assassin's Blade and this thing where the <gasps> sister's young friend, the yes. young kid, goes, yes. had gone under the archway of the tower and an old woman with metal teeth standing in the shadows grabbed her and dragged her back through. Right. And all they could find were her bones. Yeah. But so the theory is that that like was a... Like, a this is a gateway to Bog of Ored. Those witches and bugs in the bog. The bugs of the Ored. Yeah. The witches, the, the bog bugs. witches, uh, drink <laughs> the young blood uh, to fill the coldness. And then we know that the iron teeth. Right. Have, yeah, 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 with yeah. The iron teeth and they're eating and they're scary. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a stretch, but it's interesting. You know? No, I totally, yeah, I totally feel like that's. No, that's interesting. Because, I mean, I always just, I mean, if it's, I mean, listen, we've already, like, established that there are gates everywhere. Like. Yeah. I mean, just... We've traveled. Galore. Like, be careful walking, because you could literally just <laughs> pop through at any point. I mean, point. you just think you're walking under an archway, a bridge. Nope. You're going to yeah. end up no. in another realm. I also think Nesta would make a really good Iron Teeth witch. Or really Listen, she any. and Manon... <gasps> oh. I don't know if I want to be in that room, actually. <laughs> but how fun. Like, they would how just fun. have how so fun. much fun together. Aelin, Aelin, Nesta... <laughs> And Manon in a room together. <laughs> oh, Terrifying. God. The thing is, is Aelin has enough swagger and sarcasm to, like, offset everybody else. But Nesta doesn't have that. She's no. She, like, can't take a joke. I was going to say, yeah. do you think that Nesta would allow Aelin to put her in her place? Or she would just, like, get angry and storm away? Well, if old Nesta, pre-Akasov, would probably just do that thing where she just, like, looks at you and then, like, dismisses you. But it, in reality, yeah, it's bothering her. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I don't like that. Yeah. But now, I don't know now. But she probably, if pushed into a wall, yes. would react probably. Yeah. We're similar. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's next? Okay. Okay. <gasps> Nat, Nat. It's, you're up, girl. Okay. So um, in Akasif, which, yeah, it's just like funny talking about Akasif and then specifically Hosa because I feel like you guys were kind of saying this earlier. Like when I read Akasif, I was like, this is good. There seems like there's a lot of random information that doesn't make any, like, why are you telling us this? And then I feel right, like you read yes. Hosa and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah. Like, why wasn't I paying attention to that yeah. random information? Oh why was God, I distracted like, yes. by Cassian? There were so many history lessons. I was like, I yeah. don't care about the Daglin. Who cares about Theon? Yes. Yeah, so that, yeah. that that's, like, what this is. It's all about, like, the High King and Theon, which it's, like, I don't understand why you're telling us this stuff yeah. until yeah. you read Hosea. So let's hear like, it. Okay. Okay, so the High King, Theon, united Prithian. Um, okay. And he, okay, again, he was the High King. This is, like, before there's High Lords. Right. And then right. they also talk about, I think, I think a lot of this comes from Amran and maybe a little bit from Reese too. So... Okay. All of Prithian is united under the sword, mm-hmm. Gwydion, which we now know is also, seems to be the star sword. Star sword, yes. Um, but then it's stolen by 
Thea, Peleus, mm-hmm. and brought to what we think at least is Crescent City. That's what Midway. it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And when that happens, uh, I think Airman says, like, the lands fall into darkness, and that's when the High Lord's reign begins. Yeah. Which is also, okay. like, interesting. I feel like could be a side just conversation of, like, what's better than a High King or High Lords, because whatever. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it kind yeah. of. What would be better? Because Reese is kind of, like, anti-being a High King, but the way that Amber makes it sound, which I guess it she says this later, better. she's like, yeah, it would be better. And yeah. she, she kind of says something like, um, what does she say? She's like, war is coming. There is another war coming, and we're going to be better yeah. organized under a High King. Under one. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I well, look at the yeah. High Lord meeting. What a mess that right. was. Jesus. I mean, would not have been easier if Brees was just like. And the best, the best leaders are always the ones who are reluctant for the power. Yeah, true, Anna. Wow, how wise. she also has like some line about like uh, I think first of all of these like new swords that he has, and then the powers of the Archeron sisters. And yes. Amran kind of has this line. Oh, this is what she says. She says, but know that the cauldron's benevolence will only be extended to you for so long before it's offered to another, which I think oh. is very interesting. She's like, this is your opportunity. Does she say that to yeah. Nesta? She says it to, she says it to oh, Reese. to Reese, but meaning probably referring to Nesta, like you've yeah, got this or girl like, with a shit ton of power. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and she kind of has some conversation in this where, Amran's like, what, what does she have of this like, fa- like famous line that she's like, um, I don't know what exactly it is, but she's like, nothing's a coincidence. She's like, yeah. it, it, like, Feyre, Nesta, and I assume probably Elaine, like, are yeah. very unique and have very unique powers. And that's yeah. like, totally. it's yeah. not just by chance. So what no. are you, you, right. you going to do something about it or the cauldron's going to give someone else the opportunity to do something about it? Yeah. <gasps> Which, so, I get, okay, and Amran says like, okay, you have these three new blades so now that at that time the star sword Gwydion is lost to them mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like you have these three new blades you should become high king and then he Reese okay. doesn't want to and she's like right. well if you if you're not gonna do it someone else's someone will well yeah. which at the time when I read an Akasif I was like okay is that like kind of what is this war that's coming and like who who's yeah. this other person who is going to be given the opportunity but now I'm kind of wondering if that person is Bryce like <gasps> she, she now came oh, she has that original sword yeah it's like she gonna be the one who unites them and i'm kind of wondering if like this war coming oh. we thought it was like koshi but like is it even bigger <gasps> and it is the asteri and, oh like, my god that's how oh, it's yes. gonna yeah. yes and is she like you know the cauldron maybe the cauldron pulled bryce there maybe she's like it's gonna pulled give it to bryce somebody there. else that's the cauldron was like yes like she's gonna we're gonna take yeah. and hurt it you know well, wow. and thinking, so the cult, Gwydion was made, wasn't it like Oleana or something is? Yeah, Amran says it was formed by Ole- Oleana, and then there's all these, like, theories surrounding it, but Which anyways. I always have a lot of questions about, like, what's the difference between the cauldron and the mother, or, like, the two gods kind of talked about in Prithian. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, right. I sometimes wonder if the mother is, like, um, a little more, like, Mother Earth, and then what if, okay, so yeah. if these swords are what, like, protect Prithian from these very evil beings. Like, uh-huh, what if uh-huh. the mother is Oleana, uses the cauldron to create <gasps> these weapons? Yep. And, like, uh, if the cauldron maybe was even created to protect Prithian, if, like, the cauldron is <gasps> calling Bryce back, mm. if you also think... I guess this doesn't apply to Feyre, but, like, the cauldron created Nesta and Elaine. Yep. And yes. gave them right, these very right. unique powers. Um, 
I don't know. I don't... Is going, which is obviously going to yeah. be... Well, they're going to be important. Well, because Nesta's powers are obviously already showcasing to be important to tie into CC yes. because the harp, she's controlling the other... Tr- the trove items. Yeah. And yeah. Bryce yeah. has what we suspect is the other trove item tattooed on her body. Right, right, right. But also, Nesta can make... Didn't she create like a... She another, made... She yes. made like a sword. That's yes. pretty... Yeah. Yeah, and no one can now, do that. Now, you just read the book. Does the sword do anything? Like, or does it... Or is Amorin like, don't touch it? Like, we don't know what it does. Don't they like... No, do they not let anyone use it because they're unsure of what the power is? Yeah, I don't think that they do touch it. Because I don't... Well, she does not have it with her when she does the right and everything. Yeah. Which like, that would have been helpful. Right, right, right. Yeah. That would have been... Would have been helpful. Does she have it? Does she take it to save Feyre in the land? The, like, in between? Yeah, does does she? Because I thought that she had three items with her. Like, she puts on the mask. She has the harp. Uh But does she also have the sword when she goes to, like, save Feyre? I think I kind of think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but I think Reese would make a great high so king. Me too. If we're personally asking uh, our opinion, I think so. I think too. it should be. He's Reese. already a king in my mind. So <laughs> that's right. He actually of is. Everything. He is so fan- He's so fantastic. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's okay, move on. Kim, do you want to do your Fury one now because you haven't gone yet, and then I can do the more. Death. Sure. Oh, I love this one. I can do Fury. This is a fun one. Yeah, this is fun. Okay, so we had someone tag us um on the old TikTok. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll list all the links and credits for everybody in the show notes. But this theory states that Fury, who we know nothing about, nothing. is actually a goddess. Love it. Okay. Oh, this ties into TOG. She's a goddess. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we don't know Fury's age, but we know she made the drop at 21. Okay. Well, Her description is onyx hair, okay. angular chestnut colored eyes, like Amarin. Oh, right. Light brown skin. Okay. So we know that as a bloodhound, Danica could scent bloodlines and the secrets within those bloodlines. Yes. God damn it. Why'd she have to die before a hunt came along? <laughs> she could probably shed some light. Oh, really? Jesus. We could use some lineage clarification. Yes. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Okay. So here's the quote. Fury says, I only, when, when they find out that Danica is a bloodhound and Bryce is like, what is happening? Because there's yet another secret about Danica yeah. coming yeah. out. Fury says, I only know about it because she confronted me when we first met. She scented me and wanted to understand. We sorted our shit out, but Danica knew something dangerous about me, and I knew something dangerous about Danica. See, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting that Danica wanted to understand Fury's scent. That's a really interesting choice of words. To understand it. Right. Because usually if she could scent it, she would be like, oh, you're you're a You're a Right, Whatever. exactly. Okay, but she couldn't understand Fury's scent. Okay. Yeah. okay, so that that implies that Fury has some sort of rare or unique yeah, lineage. Totally. Okay, Axtar, which is how I'm pronouncing her last name. I hope that's correct. That's I think it is. A X T A R. Okay, let's go with it. Is a unique name, and we know Sarah likes to use intentional. Oh, names. she's all about the names, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Axtar means star mm-hmm. or constellation, and in an- ancient mythology, there were three Furies, and they were goddesses of vengeance and daughters of heaven and earth, born at the same time as Venus, the other goddess. Okay. They were known as the honorable and the kindly because they only targeted those who were guilty of crimes. <gasps> the Furies came to be seen as sort of divine law enforcement that didn't just punish but protected. Oh my God. The three names are Electo, Anger, Megara for Jealousy, and Tisiphone for Avenger. <laughs> Tisiphone, that's fun. I, that could be pronounced yeah, it wrong, but that's not really important. When they appeared in murals and in imagery, they were often shown as having generally a human form, snakes in their hair, massive wings, and were often clad in boots and a short hunting tunic similar to the devotees of Artemis. 
I think Fury is a Fury, a goddess of vengeance. Fury Axtar's missions and targets aren't random assassinations, but instead delivering judgments and punishments. Yeah. I have no idea who she would take orders from. If we're following the mythology, there are very few beings that are above the Furies. Got it. So it's likely part of Fury's power to know who and when, or maybe a nudge from Erd. Yeah, Erd. Would you say that? Mm-hmm. U-R-D? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying that, like, she gets these assignments. Like, she just knows within her that she's, like, a divine. Well, we know that she assassinates. Right. Yeah. So this also solves the mystery of why Fury and Amran look so similar. We know that Amran chose her fae form because it pleased her. Okay. Okay. And that she was created by a wrathful god. SJM has confirmed she is essentially a fiery Old Testament yeah. angel, assassin, and angel of death. I wonder if Fury is one of three like in the mythology, and if Amorin saw one of Fury's two sisters and chose their form. I imagine a goddess of vengeance would be mighty appealing to an angel of death. Yes. I love this idea of Fury with the Furies because it's, A, the name is just, that's very yeah. on the nose, but I also kind of like it. I don't know that I think she's an actual, like, one of the three, but I do think that Sarah may have taken inspiration from the Furies. She's and big on how that. they're seen as, like, a divine law enforcement, uh-huh. that they punish and protect, and that... You don't know what Fury's like off doing and who she's working for. People are legit terrified of her. Which speaks to me like she is like, yeah, this like high up like, hunt, yeah. you know, people who are senior are still like, I don't even know who she reports to. Mm-hmm. Like she's right. just really important. Some are saying that it's just like within her that she knows. And that's why Danica wanted to understand it. Yeah. Because she can't understand like, like that. what are you? Thank you, uh-huh. listener who tagged us in this TikTok. So where did she come from? Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where did, how did she get there? Who is she a daughter of? Did she come through a, a fold in the world? Has she just, is she like actually not 21 years old when she made the drop? Like I, I right. assume she made the drop when it says 21. To me, that meant that she was 21 in college with all of them because they all met at the same time. Oh, right. right. Interesting. Right. Like, yeah. Is she not? 21? Is it like an Edward Cullen thing where she's just like <laughs> repeating college for funsies? She's you know, just always like, 21. Um, not, yeah. not it faster. I feel like they, we've set her up as being a good friend and someone we trust. Like yeah. we've yes. set her up. Like there was a point in the beginning when I was like, oh, we're not going to like Fury. And now I feel like that she's dating. Like, I feel like she's like, I feel like we, mm-hmm. we're supposed to trust, like, like her. Yeah. And I feel like this explanation makes me feel like that that makes sense where we're going with that instead of she's just like an assassin for like she just yeah. kills people. Like that there's there's purpose behind it yes. that is she's killing bad guys. She has and... like some morals around it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it could explain because like Amarin, that isn't her original form, right? Yes. So saying that they look alike is doesn't really make sense like it, you know yeah. that doesn't mean they're related because that's not really what Amarin looks like no. so they're saying she ch- Amarin chose which the form of yes that. which I think I saw I don't know if it was this one or another one that someone sent us but um the thought of Amarin in the prison looking like however Amarin would look saw whoever this person she modeled at like visiting the prison like someone would so like <gasps> someone like a fury would maybe visit the prison for something or to see someone or to deliver someone to this prison yeah. or to something and that's how she like saw what she's gonna copy you know what <gasps> oh, i mean i love that christina yeah okay um okay let's 
Let's do, Let's do more, more. more. I would love some more, more. Y'all. Yes. Okay. Are serious more. <laughs> well, Hell. so this is just, this more one is more just because, this more one is more just because <laughs> I didn't actually put this in our first theories episode because I didn't find it until after we were done recording. And I put it in our favorite moments at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so I just wanted to one. quickly put it in here. Also, more is still such a freaking mystery. I would love. Yeah. I know. Yeah. She really is. So I've always been confused about more because, so, okay. So Resan says that like more is the person I bring out when Asriel and, and Cassian fall and all the Illyrians are gone. And Correct. I bring more out. And I've always thought, yeah. well, what the fuck is her power? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what's she doing out there? Why is she so powerful? Because we don't see anything. All we know no. is that, like, so the Morrigan, this is, I was Googling names when I, because we know that SJM loves names. Mm-hmm. And so I was Googling names loves and I like, Googled name. Morrigan. It came up with Gaelic folklore. There's also oh, yeah. tons of Arthurian, um, Arthurian, like, lore with King Arthur and the court, and which, which is all in our first episode with, like, Avalon and everything. But the Morrigan is, in Gaelic folklore... A goddess of war. Which makes sense. Yes. More. What's very interesting, though, is that the Morgan is tied in with, I can't remember, she's related to or married to someone of another race of gods called, and I'm going to mispronounce this, I am so sorry, I do not speak Gaelic, <laughs> Tuatha de Danon. Danon! As in Rune Danon, same exact spelling, D-A-N-A-A-N, oh. which was really interesting to me. That, like, yeah, there's a connection there. And it even tied into our theories episode with Moore and Arthurian lore and Avalon being in Midgard and how Mid mm-hmm. and how Avalon is, like, considered to be, like, very, uh, like, old school. And when Bryce lands mm-hmm. in Prithian, she notes that, like, they dress like the people in Avalon. Oh, right. Yes. And Moore in Arthurian lore is tied to Avalon with, like, and Avalon's coated in mist and so is the Avalon and Midgard is covered in mist. Yeah. And then if you have Danon, Rune Danon, it's just very, it, it, there's just like an interesting tie-in. Yeah. Also, totally. when you Google the Morrigan and Gaelic folklore, there's a thing, there are the Banshees, which I'm sure we've all read Paranormal, we all know what Banshees are, and they have like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of their siren songs in a weird way, but not really a siren song, yeah. they're not sirens. But when they open their mouths, and when they're like, and they scream, they can level battlefields right i don't know it was just an interesting like more seems to have a lot of gaelic tie-ins whenever you google yeah Hmm. and i just thought that was interesting that like banshees i was like hmm i wonder if could there be a tie-in there or something guys can you imagine though if we were out of battle and like colin moore and it's like the big (laughs) scene and she just gets out there and she goes and just screams Everyone's like, ready, we're ready. Here she goes, here she goes. Here she goes. Put your earmuffs on. And she, oh my yeah, God. Cover like, your ears. Like the, in Harry Potter with the plants. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and Cassian would be like Neville who like can't figure out how to get the earmuffs on. I'm like, yeah. damn it, Cassian. Get Karen it Cassian. Oh my God, that's so the funny. The earmuffs. Um, I feel like she specifically has not given us a lot yeah. of war yeah. to yeah. then make it this big reveal. And I'm so excited for what it's going to be, but like. Yeah. Y'all. Also, when I reread A Court of Frost and Novella. Frost and Stone. No, yeah. Uh, and that's where we get the ridiculous, silly. No, sorry. It's not silly and ridiculous. Sarah wrote it. I'm sure it's purposeful. But it's a <laughs> scene of more try yeah. to be like, where has she been? And she has somehow this like hidden a state and like place yeah. that the inner circle doesn't know about which like is so what? random and like yeah. is insane and, yeah. and there's horses and there there's green it's green and she feels like someone's watching her and like the horse notices it and she like she feels like someone's like 
there and watching her in the shadows, and then it's like, done, we're gone. So bizarre. Like, mm, why even mm. give us that? Also, <laughs> what, what is who's that? watching her? Like, that she wouldn't just be like, hey, come the fuck out. I'm more. Yeah. Like, I wonder what yeah, she's doing. I'm there. the Morgan. I'm the Morgan. I will yell in your face and kill you. Like, why did we mention horses? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're Pegasuses. <laughs> ba- hey, Pegasi. listen, the Valkyrie, the Valkyrie needs something to ride, so. Sarah loves a Pegasus. She loves As them. do we. As um, do we, obviously, yes. Okay. Okay, let's Where are on. we? Okay, great. Dust Court. Yes, okay. God, the Dust Court's still so confusing to me. I still I... don't get it. <sighs> Sorry. Don't... Really? Yes, really. Yeah. <laughs> really, you dumb dumb. It's so easy. I just, I just listened to our episode. I was me like, too. I'm still confused. <laughs> she did. She did listen. To I it. did. <laughs> okay. I didn't get right. it like that. Go ahead. that. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So okay. as we all know, explain it to us. Okay. okay. So let's talk about the dust court. This is this is a different theory than a previous then, theory. Oh, I good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is not the prison? <laughs> this, is, this is not the... No, yes, yes. Okay, so I still believe that the prison is the dust court. I stand by okay. that. I still think that's truth. Like, okay. Lucian says it was an eighth court. It makes sense that we're missing a dust court. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I started Googling okay. things, which took me in a really deep... As we do. ...spiral. Because <laughs> I'm very into looking up names of anything that Sarah ma- mentions. So I, start, I can't mm-hmm. even tell you where I started. I just all of a sudden ended up here. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So as we all know, Sarah's a religious major, a religious uh, studies minor, right? Is that a, yeah, she's a religious yeah. studies uh-huh. minor? Yes. We know too much about her life. Yes. She's a religious studies minor. But she pulls from not just like biblical, like Christian religion. She pulls from all mythology. All That's pretty evident yes. if you Google anything in her books. Lots of religions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this leads us to our dear sweet Hunt. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Hunt. So... One of the things that always struck me was was as odd was the thorns around his head. Okay, the uh-huh. thorn very also thing. biblical. Yeah, very biblical. Who has mm-hmm. a thorn? Who's gifted a crown of thorns upon their death? Jesus. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. I went to I went to I went to church. I know. <laughs> we we went to a physical school. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So listen, listen. She Akatar Akatar was straight up like Judaism. Okay, it was like yeah, we had yeah, Passover, we had the Lamb's blood, we had everything. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. Now we're in now CC. We're going, now like, we're going to the New Testament. We're moving yeah. on. Yeah. We're making our way through the Bible. <laughs> yep. Jesus yeah. hath risen. Introducing Jesus. Hello, <laughs> hello. So this is a little on the nose for me. Some of this stuff, and I was like, eh, I'm not sure, but I, I just went with it because I wanted to see where it would go. Okay, okay. So we have his saying, right? Memento mori. Right. Okay. Which means in Latin, remember you will die. Like remember your death. Remember you will die. And whatever. So many okay. words. Okay. So we've got the crown of thorns, which is like Jesus. Uh huh. <laughs> we have memento mori. Remember you will die. Umbra okay. mortis, which is his other name, mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. means shadow of death. Right. So I googled umbra mortis, which led me to shadow of death, which right, then right. led me to a famous painting of Jesus Christ called the shadow of death. And he's literally has his arms out like On he's being crucified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? So I was like, well, that's getting a little interesting and I don't like where this is going <laughs> because yeah. Jesus dies. <laughs> and yeah. as we've he, already speculated, wait, are Orion, you trying to tell me that Hunt is going yeah. to be crucified? Yes. I don't, yes. this is what? Well, we're not there yet. I, let me get to the whole story. He will I'm be resurrected. Sorry. He is Jesus. I'm sorry. He was, he was resurrected, Christina. We know that. His arms are On around. the third day, he okay. had risen Fine. again. Easter, I get it. Okay, keep going. So, Easter. Listen, I'm not about I'm not about Hun dying, but 
listen, Sarah says she only writes happily ever afters. And I will, if she lets me down and he doesn't come back, I will write yeah. it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay, we will. Okay. okay. So, okay, okay, okay. We've got Shadow of Death, Jesus Christ. We've got Orion, Hunter, Athalar, right? Orion, right? Or, oh, sorry, Orion, sorry, Orion. And as we know, Orion is killed by his lover, right? And this is the constellation. Yes. Okay. The oracles yes. told Hunt to stay, beware of Bryce, to stay away from her, no. right? Yeah. Okay. So just bear with me. So I don't like where this is going. I know, I know, I know. So. I'm just, this is all building it up, okay? So we also have, okay. we have the Asteri, right? The, uh, the the Eternal City is what they call where they are. Rome, ancient Rome, is also called the Eternal City, okay? okay. Yeah. The Asteri have their little symbol, S-P-Q-M, mm-hmm. is like tattooed on all their slaves. I d- yeah. d- forgot to look up what that means. It stands for something. I don't, right. if any of you know, you can feel free to jump in. Don't. We don't. <laughs> Rome had a symbol, S-P-Q-R, which stood for the Senate and the people of Rome. Okay. Interesting. Both Asteri and Rome speak Latin. That's both of their yeah, languages. Okay. Yeah, Memento yeah. Mori, Umbra Mortis. They both kill people and showcase them as in crucifixion stand. That's how the Asteri kill people. That's how Rome kills right, people. Right, right. Okay. okay. We have a lot of things that are pointing to or foreshadowing a possible hunt death just based on his name, based on the oracle, how he, how Orion originally dies, the constellation, you know, the figure. We've yeah. got all the Rome shit, the crown of thorns, the Umbra Mortis, the Momente Mori, oh. like all these things. He yeah. has a quote that he says, this is from Cece. He says, um, Bryce swept past him, the lights illuminated the worn black leather of her jacket, bringing into stark relief the painted words along the back in feminine color script. It was instinct to translate, also from the ancient language, as if Erd herself had chosen this moment to lay the two ancient phrases before him. Through love, all is possible. So, right, oh, sorry, I, I started the quote a little bit late. Right before that, it said, Memento Mori, remember that you will die. Like, he was okay. remembering that. And then at the very end, he see, right, he says that, and then he notices the thing. Her the jacket. Tattoo. Yeah, the jacket that says, through love, all is possible. Right. Which, to me, means that, like, just as Danica, through love, all is possible, light it up, everything, that somehow Bryce is going to have to maybe sacrifice Hunt to bring him back because through love all is possible. What? what? I don't know. Okay. Another thing that I just thought of as you were saying that is that if Hunt is Jesus who comes yeah. back from the dead, like, and we're so confused, like, who's Hunt's dad? It's a really big deal. But, like, Jesus's <gasps> dad is literally God. So, like, yeah. what if it is, like, a huge, like, this is literally your dad? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like oh that just, like, kind of adds to, like, yeah. him having also, a Jesus story. Also, I feel like, his mom is like he's like I remember like he remembers his mom and her being yeah. like you know having like being put through this <gasps> hard time and being like this like, like Mary yeah like, like Mary like let's say like maybe she was just like you know <laughs> immaculate <laughs> conception was he born in a manger was he <laughs> now that you say that I don't think so oh my god um but that is like i feel like that's just interesting because if that's like where we're going yeah and like his dad it's a really big secret it's a really yes. big deal whoever his dad right is. right right and and remember remember when um Adis, i think it was Adis or was it fake Adis? yes but whatever <laughs> one of the Adises was like what are you doing with that like to, yes like, as if like you son of god yeah what are he you cuts doing? himself off he's like what are you doing with that Thing crown, the, yeah. the crown, yeah. yeah. Which we've always been like, that's, and then he cut himself off. Like, I'm like, Adis, oh just say, finish the sentence. Just oh finish my the sentence. I need, we need to get more Adis and I need more Jessica, period. Like, get him in there and start dropping truths. I just want a book of Adis and Jessica. Yeah. I got more from that epilogue. Uh, then we, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely.
guys. You know what's so annoying is when you're at the end of the book and you really want to finish it and you, you know what you actually have to do? You actually have to do dishes. Yeah. Or Ugh, laundry. Yeah. Or so annoying. Or drive your child somewhere in the car. They're the so audacity. needy with their driving needs. The audacity. Can't you just learn how to drive a car? You're seven months old. I have to finish this book. We are no. finishing Crescent City 1 and it's it's very stressful. Ugh. It's so annoying. But you know what you can do? What can you do, Kim? <laughs> you can turn on Audible and continue <gasps> listening in and the car. You can listen to that book. You can listen to in the car. <laughs> you can listen to that book in the car. You can listen to that book on your walks. You can listen to that book at the gym. At the the gym. gym's a great place to listen. You're stepping. You're walking through Crescent you're City. You're moving. Here you go. You're walking moving. Through. Yes. You're, you're feeling it. I love so, it. So go to audibletrial.com slash pod for your 30-day free trial and your free audiobook. That's audibletrial.com slash pod. Okay. So this builds upon another part of my dusk theory. Okay. Okay. So dusk. Oh, right. Dusk. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So this this part. Okay. So we had the Jesus part because I was like going onto a whole spiral yep. with religion. Hunt equals Jesus. Yeah. Yes. So then I started to like Google other things and I was searching key things and I came across um, this specific uh, part of a, a theory from, um, I think this is also from Emily, maybe. There's apparently a myth, like a, a mythological, I think it's Norse mythology. Okay. And it's an island called, um, Bui- I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, Buyan okay. <laughs> Island. Yeah, that's how I would okay. say it. Yeah. Better than Buyan. Yep. <laughs> um, so what's weird, right, about the prison is that there's no remnants of a court being there, right? Yeah. There's just, it's it's a prison. There's no remnants. There's no torn down buildings that we, that at least we've been told about, okay? But, but Rhysand says we think it was an eighth court at one point. It's just kind of weird that, like, even, like, I mean, my God, we still have ancient Roman shit. Like, why is there nothing? Mm-hmm. So what if it's because the dust court isn't actually gone? It just exists in, like, an alternate realm, mm. okay? Okay. But it okay. exists, like, on top of where that is. It's just hidden. Okay. Like, kind of how, like, the mist hides oh. Avalon, I guess. Right. Okay. So the Buyan, Buyan, whatever, island Booyah. in Norse mythology is actually an afterlife. It's a place where all like I think of it as like Valhalla, um, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like a, like, like yeah. Valhalla, where all wa- warriors go to like die in afterlife, and it, it yeah. So the Buyan Island is represented. The key symbol is an eight-pointed star, <gasps> oh, just like the Dark Horse star, y'all. Yes, because on the prison, oh. on the floor of the prison, is an eight-pointed star. On Bryce's chest is an eight-pointed star. Oh, eight-pointed stars and are everywhere. She, as yeah. we know, is a descendant of Thea. Which we have right. all like long suspected mm-hmm. that Bryce is like hails from the well no Regulus says you hail from the dust court like that's or that was your oh, home. She does? Well, she he does? says like yeah your your ancestors came from this place and the dusk he references dusk as like which I just took that to mean like that was the name of her because it was dusk's truth dusk's right? truth yeah that was the whole thing yes so okay yes so also Buyan Island is the home of a magical race of unicorns I'm sorry what. <laughs> Which is just like, yes, just like the Dust Court has Pegasus. The Pegasus! Pegasus! Pegasi! The Buyan Island also has unicorns, which I'm sorry. Okay, potato, potato. <laughs> same thing. Same, I mean, same, same. Same, same. Uh, same. Love it. But, Love okay, that. This was, this, was, this was the killer, and I need this to be true because God knows I need a Danica redemption arc because I, yeah. as you light yeah. it up, I love light that it scene. Up. And if yeah. I don't get it, I'll be very upset. <laughs> okay. So the, there are two sister goddesses who rule this Buyan Island, uh-huh. Dusk 
and Dawn. Oh! Okay. okay. So we've got Dusk, Bryce, right? Right. Danica literally translates to Dawn. <gasps> what? Yes. Cool. That was, so I Googled Danica and I saw Dawn. So then I was like, Dusk, Dawn, that's interesting. <laughs> I so love I, it. Oh, that's I how I got that. to Blue Island. That's how I got there. I was like trying to remember how I got there. And then I went and Googled. There you go. We're connecting the dots. TikTok and I was like, oh, hi, Emily. We're thinking okay. the same thing. John, Danica, yeah. Dawn. All right. So Danica and Bryce are often referred to as sisters. Like they were closer, you know, than they were closer than two friends could be. They were that's just common. So we've got the sister, sister. Yeah, sister, sister. So you've got the goddesses. The Bouillon Island is ruled by two sisters, Dusk and Dawn. Danica being Dawn Love and it. Bryce being Dusk. Um, Baxian was like convinced. Remember when they we find out that he's their mates? He was like, you know, she started to hunt for a way because they couldn't be together in their world, right? Because Baxian yeah. is technically supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah, um, he's supposed to be a bad guy. I know, <laughs> poor Baxian. Yeah. He oh, says, um, he says she started hunting for a way into a world where we could be together. And that was like how all of her stuff started is basically oh, what she's hinting at. And then as she was diving deep, she obviously, cause she figured out Dusk's truth. Yeah. Um, yes. Danica tells Sophie, meet me where the weary souls find relief from suffering, which at the end of CC2 when, or towards the end, we find out like, oh, she meant the meat market, which didn't really seem to make sense in my brain. I was like, I don't know why Danica would tell Sophie yeah. to go to the meat market when yeah. I was reading it. I was yeah. like, this seems like a like a bad interpretation, but okay, we were there yeah. and it worked sort of. Yeah. So going back to like, if the dust court is actually like this kind of like realm that's hidden and, and could be like the afterlife. What if like Danica figured that out and was like, meet me where weary souls go to rest. Like, the afterlife. Okay. Okay. And then, okay. like, Danica knew some shit was going down that night, remember? Because she, uh-huh. Bryce was out. She had Bryce leave. She and the pack of devils were having their night in. And later on, we yeah. find out that, like, she suspected some things were going down. And the pack of devils were all in on it. So, like, yeah. you know, I think she was probably protecting Bryce. And I think she, I mean, well, anyways, keeping her out. But Connor texts Bryce and says, let me know when you're home or text me when you're home. Or remember yeah. she says the word, he says the word home to her. Yeah. So if home for her, like her real home is the dusk court. What? If they all die and they're going to the afterlife and they like Danica knows that this is where we're going to be. Like we're all going to end up here. So text what? me, like let me know when you're home. Like when hey. you get back to us. I don't know. That's just like a weird, like, I don't know if that, I don't, that one's like a little, I don't know if I like that, but I, I like, don't okay. know. Okay. 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 So we're saying here that Connor is like, text, text me when you die text and me meet us in the, when you die and you make it to the dust court. Well, he just says like rigorous kid. Then rigorous says to her, this will lead you home. Like pointing to her chest. He uses the word, this will lead you home. And so I guess if you take those two things and put them together, like did Danica know and did she share with the pack of devils, like this is what Dusk's truth is and this is what we all need to like, this is, we can all be together here and like we're going to come back and like- Dust yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I don't think Danica's story's over. I think she's like built this oh, whole house of cards. Oh, definitely not. No, 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 not no, house no, of cards. No. That's not the right word. But um, <laughs> that house of cards comes tumbling down. <laughs> well, the Asteria's yeah. gonna come tumbling down. Interesting. <laughs> okay, that is very interesting. I really like the the her being Dawn and the Dawn and the Dusk and the things. yeah, and and Danica being yeah. And I feel like the home means something. I just yeah. took it as like oh, how sentimental. 
that it was home. Because then at the end, she texts and she's like, text the phone that doesn't <gasps> exist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm home. Or, you know. And then, yeah. oh, wait. That's what it is. Because then uh, she texts, like, I'm okay or something, right? And then yeah. Hunt texts her and is like, are you coming home? Are you coming home? And she's like, oh, yes, that, to you, Hunt. That's so sweet. Doesn't she see Connor, though, uh, like, across the river at one point? I think it's at that moment. Yes. And it's in a green... Yeah, which is Field. why, which is why when she goes when she lands in Valeris, and it said like the green grass, I literally went, "There's grass." So <laughs> I thought, I thought that Connor and Danica were gonna be in hell. I thought that like they, <laughs> she, I thought she was in hell, and I was like, "Oh my god, we're in hell, and there's green grass." And oh, it's my beautiful. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, no, okay, so that's not that crazy because we were told a lot in the books. Adis was like. Guys, hell's not that bad. Like, yeah. Adis really yeah. plays in our head bad, a lot that, like, you guys wanted to take hell from us. Like, we're good. We're good. Hell yeah. is, like, not that bad. That's true. You know? That's true. Um, okay, guys. So, let's, let's wait, wait, wait. Through. Was there more to that? I think there's um, more, Anna. The last part of the theory is um, Sirius is also known as the Wolf Star. Right. But, like, if you Google Sirius, it's called the Morning Star, which is also means Danica because Dawn. Oh, and um, huh. and the morning star. When you like look at this, like that that star is actually a planet. It's Venus, and which Venus is the goddess of love, and through love, love all is possible. All is possible. So <gasps> it's just kind of this like, like full that. circle tie-in. So like I'm not like on board with. I, here's the thing: is like that's why I referenced our our first theories episode because I I don't know that I really believe that like that like I don't know that I believe it's the afterlife. I don't I don't know. It just yeah. doesn't. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. seem to go with the rest of the book. But, yeah. like, if Hunt is going to die and then he ends up there. Like, I had this really hard time with, like, everybody being happy in the afterlife in Dusk's court. Like, that's a little too yeah. happily ever after for me. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, it's, right. like, too, I, I don't know, like, nice with a little bow. And I think I prefer, yeah. I mean, I don't want Danica to be dead, but I kind of, I've always loved her sacrifice for Bryce yeah. at the end of, you know. Oh, I think one. she has to be dead. Like, yeah. we, we went through that in detail when she did the drop. Yeah, I think that she's gone. Yeah. And I don't think, like, that we have to have an afterlife. If Hunt dies, I don't think we have to have an afterlife for him to come back. Like, I Agreed. think there's yeah. going to be, because remember, Hypaxia is also, oh, yeah. she was um, taught by three ancient teachers who were literally brought back from the dead. And she, like, oh. is the necromancer. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, her thing. I mean, she does more, but she's also a necromancer. Um, but anyways, that's it. Through love is all is possible. All oh. is possible. That love is it. right. Love it. Do we want to do... Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, why don't you do the mating bond one, and then I'll do the Reese one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is like... Okay. So, I don't know <laughs> if you guys, how... What your guys' thoughts are on Bryson Hunt. I'm not saying they're not mates, but in my <laughs> opinion, Hosav, like... I recently reread it, and it... I enjoyed them more rereading it, but okay. And I just still think that they feel off to me. Got it. Okay. Uh, especially their like kind of like discovery to becoming mates. So yes. Anyways, this is like some of that because of that. Um, okay. Okay. I will also say, I guess, a little precursor. We disagree here, but I, at least on some of this stuff. But well, yeah. not what I'm going to go into. But I also don't think that Elaine and Lucian are necessarily like mates. Mates. 
Oh, I, do, I agree. I okay. actually, I, I agree. Of, I can agree. I agree with you. Okay. On that. I, I can see how that. I, can I just see don't how want Elaine and Asriel to be together. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's fine. We can disagree on that. But um, <laughs> uh, okay. So pseudo mating bots. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Day, day, and Duskcourt. If Duskcourt is the prison, uh, they're both close to each other. We already know that there has been some overlap because the Pegasus were from Duskcourt and they are now mm-hmm. in Daycourt. Yes. Okay. okay. Starborn are from Duskcourt, which no longer exists anymore. Okay. Yeah. So we already have seen some overlap of Pegasus from Dusk to Day. So I'm yeah. proposing that there could be more overlap. Maybe some of these Starborn powers. So Daycourt, we know, is spell cleaving abilities is what Helion has. But we've okay. also seen some evidence of light. In mm-hmm. Akamath, when um, Chapter 55 and recent Feyre are having sex, Feyre's glowing, and she says, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm shining. Is this from Day Court? And Reese basically says, I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. She does ask that, though. She's yeah. like, is yeah. this Day Court? Yes. yes, yes. And that's, like, kind of the assumed thing. So Starborns obviously also glow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Bryce also, which this kind of confuses me, like, she kind of, like, uses her Starborn power at times to, like, kind of explode but almost like destroy things or like it's so bright like it blinds the oracle yeah there's right right right. and i guess i don't remember i think there's like one or two other times where it's like a burst of light it does stuff and i kind of wondered like could that be like spell cleaving or like destroying someone's magic or like because pharah does that at the end of um akamath right where she breaks through the spell like she lets she does a big burst of bright light that ends up cleaving the spells that bind her Okay, so going back also to, so Feyre glows during sex. Bryce also glows the first time that she has sex with Hunt. Yeah, So it's like they're filled with light. So I guess I think both of those things are kind of just tying in this, like, the light Starborn is possibly also attached to Daycourt in some way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so when in... What? End of Akamath. Elaine is in trouble. She's like in the cauldron. She's pulled out of the cauldron. And yeah. it says, Lucian snarls at the king over the bite of magic in his mouth. Don't just leave her on the damned floor. There's a flare of light and a scrape. And then Lucian is stalking toward Elaine. Which flare of it's light. kind of like, yeah. So was that Highburn? Was he letting him go to go assist Elaine? Or is Lucian doing something? Which Lucian doesn't know that he has spell cleaving (gasps) abilities right now. Oh my god. So Lucian, there's this flare of light. And Tamlin remains leashed. um, But Lucian's free. He walks to Elaine. And then like moments after this, he's like, you're my mate. Which I guess also going back, I mean, we don't have a ton of examples of mates. But out of all the mates we've met. Lucian's the only one who seems, like, so overwhelmed when he meets his mate that it just, like, comes out of him. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's, like, kind of weirdness. Yeah, right, 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 I always right. just took that as Lucian's just not very good with his feelings. Yeah. But it's kind <laughs> of, like, an interesting, like, flash of light, and then his shackles yeah, are gone. And then... Which would definitely be, like, if he inherited any of Hellion's power. Yeah. So <gasps> there's another moment right. where... I think it's when they're in the bone quarter. So this is in Hosab. Hunt is yep. in trouble. And Bryce accidentally... So, okay, wait. Th- this is one thing, sorry. Before I explain this part. So before they go to the bone quarter, Bryce and Hunt have a conversation about 
being mates, which I kind of think is a weird conversation, but basically they're like, mm -hmm. if we want to be mates, we're mates. Okay, now we're mates. Like, should we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, right, yeah. right, right. I, don't, that's, okay. yeah, I know people are so on opposite sides. Like, that yeah. didn't bother me. I was like, we're in, we're in an urban modern world yeah. and we're doing like the urban modern way. But I, that was just my interpretation of it. I, yeah, I so. Anyways, <laughs> then they go to the bone quarter and they have this whole, yes. like, everything happens. There's, like, power sharing. And totally. he's in trouble. And then it says, um, as his lightning hit the black blade, which I think is her sword, there's mm -hmm. um, exploding from the metal, flowing up into her arm, her body, her heart, light flash blinding. No, that was Bryce. So there's, like, a huge <gasps> thing of light. Interesting. From oh. her. From her. After the bone quarter, they see Rune. They have not had sex yet. They see mm -hmm. Rune, okay. and he's like, you smell different. And she's like, yeah, I smell like the <gasps> river. He's like, no, it's something else. No. I can't explain it. Yeah. And then, and kind of in line with that is, so in, I guess it's Akasif. So Asriel is really, yeah. he seems very bothered by Elaine and Lucian's scent. mating bond scent. Yes. Which, mm -hmm. you know, there's yeah. a lot of theories behind that. But sometimes people are like, oh, it's because he doesn't have a mate. But I'm like, but why is he yeah. not bothered by Reese and Feyre's or... Totally. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's like interesting that both of them have these things where it's like, why do like Rune after the bone quarter is like, you smell different. I don't know what it is, but after it's different. After the light. Yeah. After the flash. Yeah, yeah. What does the light... Yeah. What, I don't know. What, what happened there that made her smell different? Which I guess that this is what I'm thinking some with the spell cleaving which I guess is like breaking spells, but I guess I'm kind of like, what is happening with this spell cleaving? Like, and that's why I call this my like pseudo mating bond theory because yeah, yeah. did Lucian or did Bryce make them mates? Like when mm. Lucian, when, when that person was in trouble, mm -hmm. there's a big flare of light and right. now there's like a different scent or now Lucian's like, oh, you're my mate. Like, I'm like, yeah. not to They're say- They're attached somehow yeah. with this scent. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Like, feels a little off to other people yes. after this moment. Yes. Resembles maybe a meeting bond scent, but it's like maybe a little off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so curious to see what she does with Elaine. Yeah. Do you like Elaine, Nat? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> what do you like about her? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm genuine. I'm not being, I'm just asking. Um, no, I'm curious. The main thing that I like about her is that is her seer abilities. I think it's really cool. And like, I'm just curious to see mm -hmm. what happens that with is it. Cool. Um, something cool has to happen. With yeah, it. like it's gonna be. So yeah. I don't know. Like I get that she hasn't done that much so far, but I mean, I feel like Nesta was like a huge pain before. Like we got her whole yep. story, and now it's like, yep. okay, totally. I understand you more. So I think I think what's hard for me, I just have a difficulty with Elaine, and I think it's because and Kim said it best was Nesta's like an onion. There was just you. She gave us so much with Nesta that like you you hate her. You you think she's such a yeah. bitch. And then I we're able like to her. peel it back layer by layer, and there's so much in Akasov. And for Elaine, I just want, I wanted more from Sarah. Like, I yeah. needed more. Yeah. It has nothing, like, I think the seer ability is going to end up being extremely important. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, 100%. You know, Feyre says it, I think, like, two or three times that Elaine has an inner strength that's maybe stronger yeah. than any of them. Yes. So there's there's all these like there's like a few little things, but I think what I what I really wanted from Sarah, like I needed just a little bit more before we get her book, I guess. Yeah. That's what I because yeah. it's making me like not like I don't want her and Azrael to be together because I'm like right now you're a dud to me. But I was yeah. always rooting for Nesta and Cassian. Even when I didn't like like I wanted them to be together because I I, right. I trusted Sarah 
the, to pull it back and yeah. make us like her. But Elaine, I'm like, but you haven't given me anything. See, and I trust Elaine a lot more with Asriel's heart than I ever trusted Nesta with Cassian's. Like, yeah, it took same. me until literally the very end of Axop to be like, you deserve him. Like, I was like, I yeah, was agreed. like, no way, yeah. girl. Um, So I feel like I get that, but I also feel like, you know, she she's keeping her vague on purpose. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because she doesn't give us anything with Elaine, but she doesn't really give us much with Asriel, and that doesn't stop us from just yeah. oh my God. being obsessed <laughs> You're so right. with Asriel. We have so little... From him. He has a blindfold in his back pocket. I mean, when he says, "Be careful how you speak to my high lady," I, I, <laughs> it does things to me. He says like five lines the entire series, and we are like, literally. So five if, lines. There are people. Nat, what do you think about this? There are people who, going back to like your your comment, you know how a lot of people speculate about speculate about Bryce and Hunt's actual yeah, like not being mates, right? Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people think that Bryce and Asriel are mates. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't know. What do you... Can you explain to me why people think that? I, I think it's just because they like Bryce and a lot of people hate Hunt. Yeah. Or don't think that, like... No, but, like, is there, like, actual things that all, are, like... All the only thing we have from SJM is that she has said we have met his mate. Yes. So, these are the other two things or that I have come to mind with that theory, is that I think there is something about uniting... That when the star sword is like united, oh. united our <gasps> yes. people will be. Yes, yes, yes. And so the sword. It's like oh, nah. Bryce has the star sword. Azrael has the truth teller. They're truth united teller. The people. So Rune makes a very big point to say that is your sword. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that no. is a big argument. But again, it's like that doesn't mean they're like getting married. I don't know. I'm just like literally. A slave with his memory gone. I love Hunt, but it is interesting. That is interesting. Also, I remember reading this at some point, that she is pulled directly to Asriel. Like, yes. on his lap. Like, right. pulled yes. to him. Like, not like, oh, in Prithian, it's like, to him. Oh, no. That's breaking my heart for Hunt. No, me too. <laughs> me too. But I just, I think that's yeah. no. Then there was also, do you guys know SJM like, has this really good friend, Steph, Steph yes. Brown. Yes. Okay, yes. So there's an yes. interview. But, but listen, I'm going to tell you this piece of evidence, but then I'm going to debunk it. Okay. So in an, Brain interview, Brain. <laughs> in an interview with Steph, Steph loves Azrael. And she was like, do you know who Azrael's mate is or whatever? And, and Sarah was like, yeah, or, or who he's going to end up with, whatever. And she was like, can you give them my birthday? Which is January 15th, I believe. I, I mostly remember that because it's my mom's birthday. That's why I'm pretty sure it's January 15th. Um, <laughs> and Sarah's like, okay, I'm making myself a note right now. Okay, well, the year that Bryce was born, so not her birth date, but her birth year is like 0115, like more numbers. So people are Shut like, up. her birth year is January 15th. But listen, this is where I'm going to do this. That when, when she told that to Steph, it was in an interview that was like, post crescent city one and technically she says the date in hosab but if you can like do math in crescent city one to be like that would have been the year that bryce so i'm like i feel like that's not enough evidence because it's like kind of was already established okay okay unless they like had off-camera conversations and then she like said it again in the interview true yeah shut up yes true Shut up. I don't like this. The other thing, which I feel like these things aren't as... There are, like, some Gwen and Az theories, and some of them, like, one of the reasons they think they'll be together is because it's, like, such and such story, and, like, Gwen has red hair, and so, like, there's kind of a little mermaid theory. Oh, I have (laughs) not heard the little mermaid theory. So I don't know if some of that kind of then ties into Bryce, like... 
Yeah. Which I will, this is one thing I will say about Bryce, which is kind of an unhinged theory, but, and this has to go a little bit with Bryce and Hunt, is, again, it's not very, I feel like every single guy likes Bryce, which I I find a little bit annoying. And I think that SJN, though, in general, does not really do that with her heroines as much to the extent of Bryce. So then I sort of have this, like, theory, but again, not much evidence, is like, what if Bryce is, like, a siren or has, (gasps) somehow has that? Interesting. Which then yeah. does kind of play into the Little Mermaid theory. I feel like we Bryce just, and that's part of why she's in, I think, why she's been taken by the end, is to like understand her powers. Yeah. Like, I feel like she yeah. doesn't get them, we don't get them, like, we don't know what's going on there. So, yeah. like, yeah. I, she could do anything with her powers I mean, at this point, and I would believe it. And yeah. I think she's going to end up spending a lot of time with Cassian and Asriel, because, like, I think I think we've talked about how she's a conduit, right? Well, she yeah. is. That's right, yes. Yeah. We don't yes. think we know. She's a conduit. And uh, with the Illyrians and, like, Cassian and Asriel using the siphons as conduits for their power yeah. like right you know teaching her and stuff she could end up spending a lot of time with as and yeah i just am cu- if there are mates like i don't know how we make that i know work you know yeah. like i don't and then i don't I, love I, it that. would be a choice and if anyone can make me like it. believe yeah. it and love it fine it'll be sarah but i don't love the choice true right now. i agree <laughs> true but like we didn't love nesta I hated Nesta going yeah. in yeah. to oh, Now I'm like, oh, beautiful journey. <laughs> I could see Elaine and Asriel more than, because right now, like, I am going into Elaine's book, like, team Gwen Real, like, Gwen yeah. Ass. However, mm-hmm. I could see Elaine and Asriel way before I could see Bryce. Like, I could see her doing that oh, story. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I that's agree. a logical, I could see this logically. Like, Bryce, to me, I would be fun and, like, what is she doing? But I feel like we would all be like, no, this is too far. Why are right. you doing yeah. this? The only reason, well, this isn't the only reason, but, oh, the reason I would like Bryce and Azriel more than Gwen and Azriel is yeah. if it's Gwen, I want to know why there have been like no hints to it in other books, especially yeah, when Gwen has been, been in Prithian and theoretically he's known Gwen for years because he saved her. Oh, yeah. But do I they, do but get they that. don't, like, hang out, do they? Because she's been, no. like, cloistered off. But I guess I'm like, if they're mates, then... He's never gone and seen her again. So, yeah. Or like pulled. I mean, I feel like there's, I feel like we have two hints or three hints in Akasoff. Yeah. The, the pliant nimble bones <laughs> quote, which oh, I think God. is a really weird thing to put in there. If like, I, I especially because, but, but, but it makes sense if like they're going to be mates and we've had this whole death thing with Feyre and then Nesta's changed her own body so that like her and yeah. Cassian can have tw- babies yeah. with wings and then Asriel... If if they were mates, like if she was Faye, all of us would be like, "Well, shit! Like she can't have Illyrian babies." But yeah. don't worry, her nymph body okay, but what can, if... can work. And then his shadow singing in her presence, yeah, versus hiding in Elaine's. Right. That's the I couldn't remember what it was with the. Sing. Oh, what if what if SJM just decides to make this whole book about like denying the mating bonds and like going a different direction with the mates you know yeah. what i mean because i feel I would, like i actually would think yeah. that'd be interesting right because what are we gonna do with lucian at this oh god poor Lu- I, I don't i don't know he's he's in a tough spot well, that's what i'm saying like, he's with the firebird it's gonna be fine i think they should be together <laughs> um because elaine obviously wants nothing to do with him yeah she wants nothing to do with him and i just am like honey cut your losses move on i guess i just enjoyed reading gwen's story with the valkyrie that i was like i found yeah. her more 
I think honestly, I just found her more interesting. So I was like, okay. Which we don't know. Maybe we'll get to Elaine's book and we'll find her. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I'm listen. Sure we, I'm sure we will. If she can do it with Nesta, yeah. she can do it with anybody. Yes. You know what I mean? 1,000 Like, she's so talented. I just, it, I think for most people, I just don't know why she put that bonus chapter in of him giving... Gwen. See, and I almost think that's like just to make the drama like stir yeah. up. I don't like that she. I don't like that he I don't did think that. She, I don't think Sarah would do that though. I don't like that she made that choice. Okay, well, these are the other things though about Act of Fast, Frost and Starlight. Okay, and this is yes. what I kind of mean. Like, I know that Gwen has been in a library, but I see Frost and Starlight <laughs> as like the connection between like this series and yes. this series. Sure, sure. Example: We meet Emery. Okay. Uh, that's the only right? person I remember we meet. I'm pretty sure we, I think we go to the library at one point in Akafas. I think we do too. We also get mention of, <laughs> this is like a whole nother, anyways, we get mention of Rose Hall. I, I could come back to that. That just supports Elreal. But <laughs> okay. we never get mention of Gwen, which, which we, we don't. don't, we don't even need an Asriel. Like it could be like Feyre's in the library and sees a pretty priestess. Someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Totally, totally. Yeah. So okay. I guess just literally, which Okay, so we meet Emery. So you can convince uh-huh. me that that Sarah knew Emery was going to be in Silver Flames. I'm just like, if Gwen has been her plan since before yeah. Silver Flames, if okay. Gwen is uh-huh. possibly a more important character than Emery, yeah, why are we just now meeting her? Right. I, yeah, I see that. that. Okay. That's the only reason I like Bryce more than Gwen, because I'm like, okay, well, this makes sense why Bryce was never mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it but if it's Gwen, I'm like, I kind of feel like I need Sarah to convince me that it wasn't when she was writing Silver Flames, she was like, actually I'm gonna introduce this character of Gwen. I was gonna say, if it's Gwen, we need a chapter fifty four Reese explanation of yeah. like why yeah. we haven't <laughs> yeah. given us hints because if she doesn't give us that, it does feel like she's been leaving us yeah. breadcrumbs for Elaine just to throw us off yeah. and change her mind. Yeah. So like, I agree with that. And I think she could maybe convince us. Like, uh, she may have a team of people who's like, yeah. hey, guys, go back and find random shit yeah. and make it yeah. mean that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quinn. Yeah. But, like, that's hard. It's like when we were reading Era Fire with Rowan and, like, yeah. you know. Which, this is another favorite thing that I like. I love to mention. <laughs> with that i think supports my theory why it's not gwen and i'm talking about frost and starlight okay so throne of glass we have a novella we have assassin's blade she introduces us to this random healer and it's like why do we need to even learn this healer that's just part of selena's journey guess what it's yurene and she's gonna bring her back and she's gonna marry kale and she's gonna like save everyone yeah so i guess i'm just like i feel like she uses these other novellas yeah no she's the queen i mean listen she plans shit out like nothing she's right that's true and then my my favorite rebuttal for the i don't like it but it's true (laughs) my favorite rebuttal for the bonus chapter is is like technically oh yeah technically it wasn't supposed to be leaked online i mean whatever i mean everyone does it but theoretically only the people who pre-ordered this book had this bonus chapter it was only from one of the publishers and it was only released in america it was not a bonus chapter option in europe oh really so if it was that important why why was this not okay interesting you're so you're so right but then i wonder why she did that like i wonder what was her point was she testing was she testing the audience (laughs) yeah was it like a like quit fucking with us sarah (laughs) i think azrael could be like under a spell but that that's its own conversation oh (laughs) interesting interesting well i also feel like the necklace thing right because if i'm remembering this chapter he's like elaine here's this necklace and then reese Uh is like don't do that because she's lucian's mate and then he takes it she gives it back 
Or yeah. he takes it back. She gives it back. It's like under the tree or She or gives whatever. it back. Yeah. And then he is like, well, Gwen, <laughs> would you like this necklace? And gives it to Gwen. Yeah. That being said, I remember there being something about like they meet on the roof yes. and they're, he's like almost drawn there. Like it's like a like yes. yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. He, so, he shows yeah. up later and gives it to her in the library. Yeah. Oh, Well, right. technically, okay, okay. he's not planning to give it to her. He's going to take it back to the market. Then the bell tolls seven times, and all of a sudden, he's like, flies to the library, and he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. And then he gives it to Clotho and is like, give this to Gwen. Wow. That's what? interesting. Because, like, why? Kim what? is so funny. Why? Is that the spell? Is that the is spell? This, is, he, is this the spell now? <laughs> that? That's what I think. And that's when it comes back to, like, the Little Mermaid stuff. And it's, like, the Little Mermaid's <gasps> necklace. Gwen sings, like, the Little Mermaid. Like, also, Meryl's <laughs> name means, like, from the sea or something. So it's, like, is Meryl, like, is the... she Ursula? Yeah, she, like, Ursula. Is she Ursula? Wait, what? I'm so confused. So, but what does the necklace have to do with the Little Mermaid? With the seashell Well, necklace? I think that she's, like, Gwen when she meets him on the rooftop maybe like again if she's like a siren summons him to the rooftop has put him under the spell that's why his shadows are dancing and i guess kind of has now he's under a spell so she like gets him to bring her the necklace i guess i don't really know remember what she's gonna do with the necklace Wait, that makes her bad that's fascinating though also if not bad okay this is my other thing if gwen is not bad so there's a line where she is not doing very well and then she yeah. starts working for Meryl, and then it's like everything changes. What if, again, I think this is kind of like the Little Mermaid. What if she like okay. made some kind of deal with Meryl? Or Meryl is like, I'm going to give you confidence, courage, help you like heal. And as yeah. a result, you're going to work for me or you're going to do this stuff for me. I, I buy that theory that Meryl has something to do yeah. with it. But I did like your guys' theory a lot that Meryl was Jessica, too. I thought that was good. On that. I'm I liked so that. excited it's about that. It's such a great theory. Listen. But yeah, it's either like they're the same person or they're 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 related somehow. Listen, Sarah's put Sarah puts all this shit out there, and all we're sitting here is like, <laughs> we we will take crumbs. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Truly, and just give us go anything. with it to like a ridiculous, my god. ridiculous amount. Okay. Okay. Christina, do you want to do Resan's origins? Oh, and then we can finish off with that. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much, this is like we almost like a general like thought at this point that yeah. Reese is Thea Thea's mm-hmm. descendant somehow. Um, but this yes. is just like interesting stuff to back all that up. So, cool. okay. As we said, this is like where history we're working from in yeah. the last episode that Thea, the two daughters and Prince Peleus, we think went from Prithian to Midgard. Right. right. Okay. We also think that unnamed daughter yep. took the harp and truth teller maybe went back through the gates to seal them yep. from the Prithian side. Yeah. Fine. So yes. we know that Thea is starborn, right? We know that Regulus yep. tells Bryce that the star on her chest, um, you're this your star from Thea, pretty yes. much. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, this is interesting. So there's this quote from Rune talking about this, and uh-huh. he pretty much mm-hmm. says, confirms that her daughters have the same power as her, like powers, fine. And then is like Helena is the only one mentioned, but like the other one also had the powers, mm-hmm. whatever. Then he yeah. goes on to describe Helena. Hel- this is how Helena. Helena, sorry. This is how Helena is described. Night-haired Helena, from whose golden skin poured starlight and shadows. That's Reese. Who does that sound like? Hello, Reese. <laughs> Hello, lover. Literally could be next to Reese in Wikipedia. Okay. Yep. Truly twins. So interesting. Maybe like okay. unnamed daughter got stuck, yeah. whatever. Yeah. An interesting yes. also thought there would be so unnamed daughter who came back sealed gate in prithian so she is high king theon's daughter uh-huh. right mm-hmm. would make sense 
that he would give her some position, i.e. like high lady of the night court. Like she gets night court. Like mm. she's somehow important. Yeah. Therefore her descendants are also royal. Are there, are there night courts back then? I thought there was just the high Well, king. after yeah. he is gone, then there's courts. But it would be like, I don't know. She's somehow important. Wherefore, yeah. once yeah. he died, she would maybe be in charge of a court. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. mm-hmm. somehow leading up royal descendants But what, there Got were it. lords, right? Like they, the courts existed, but they were like... Oh, maybe. They were not... There was... I think there yes. were, yeah, right? The courts didn't just, like, yes. the kingdom just disappear, and then all of a sudden we've got... She's, I think <laughs> I think they say there's courts that were ruled by lords, but there was the high king that, that oversaw right. everybody, okay. and they didn't have anywhere near, obviously, the autonomy and power that... Because, right. Christina, that would make the, sense, because we know Moore's family ruled from generations, mm-hmm. and then if uh-huh. Thea's unnamed daughter comes back, if she took over the night court, yeah. like then then that means that now Rhysand's lineage, if he was related to her, would mm-hmm. like... To her. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Which then also, like, we know that Rune is from yeah, Thea's right. line and looks just like him. Right. And then also that Rune has shadows and he's a Daimati. Right. Yes. Also a fun thing with Rune that I always forget is in cc2 when he's doing like the sexy fire nighttime sex with lydia um his like green screen he puts up i don't know his like (laughs) his like like, zoom background that he creates for himself is is the night sky which is described exactly how reese's (laughs) <laughs> zoom background create that he creates after his nightmare that she comes in and he's like in the st- night sky it's exactly how yeah. the rune is in the that's like the same night yes, sky. yes yes okay, yeah, okay. yeah 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 um <laughs> other things to support this this is big i totally forgot about this reese's blood is the key to the prison and yeah. nesta wonders at some point if the prison was made to hide the harp and its magic by whoever hid it there Hmm. So like, i.e., oh, his ancestor who hid, who hit yes. uh, Thea's daughter because she comes back with yes, him, yes. Right? Uh-huh, so then uh-huh. unnamed daughter hides <gasps> it, and then therefore her descendant can like go in the prison. Yeah, is the key to the prison. Yep, yes, yes, love that. Okay, and then there's a whole thing where maybe Nyx is the name of Thea's second daughter because there's this line from Agatsoff in the face and bonus chapter where they're talking about what to name Nyx and Reese is like, oh, what about Nyx? And she shows her this book and Feyre says, an ancient night goddess? And then he says, from around the time of the Trove, actually, Reese said. She's mostly been forgotten now, but I like the sound of her name. Why not use it for a boy? What? <laughs> See, so, that's a bonus chapter that could be helpful. Yeah. Sarah, that's how you do a helpful bonus yeah. chapter. You, you <laughs> link the name. It just feels like, why say that? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, do you want to do your last yes, two? Th- yes. These are also very short. These are just more like thoughts. Cool. Okay. So you guys mentioned Luna. And, like, so it's, like, this goddess in a temple. She has two wolves next to her. Right. I think, like, for me, that evoked an image of, like, Maeve with the moonbeam twins, like, <gasps> sitting next to her. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, and then I was, like, moonbeam, literally, me, like, Luna <gasps> means moon, moonbeam. Like, Luna, I think it says, is, like, the patron goddess of the wolves and the fae. I don't know. I was just, like, does this, like, somehow support... Fenris coming over or yes. or was this what Fenris was like either descended from or yeah. became 
I don't know. That's oh, really as far as that theory goes. That but, visual is yeah. like the exact same that like that it visual actually is. And then I was trying to think through that. because like you said, so they like Rune says the hind is the spinning image of Luna. And then I was like, I don't know if this would somehow be like Aelin and like Aelin's cadre, which like I guess Fenris oh, is the yeah. only like wolf really in her cadre because, you know, Connell's not, but yeah. I don't really know. That's really not much of a theory, but it's just I like, like it though. No, but it like yeah. it kind of ties into the stuff it earlier does. with like, Lydia and everything else. I mean, Luna and Aelin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <gasps> and then my last theory is just so in a Prithian, we have like these three main peaks, um, which yes. is like under the mountain, Ramiel, and then like the prison slash dust court, and right. There's more theories that tie Elaine to dusk. I don't remember yeah. specifically, like, what all they are. I think there's, like, some yeah. Elreal-related theories that tie her. Anyways, I was just thinking, like, Feyre's big, um, what do they call it, like, right ordeal is under the mountain. Yes. Nesta's yeah. big ordeal is at Ramiel. Will Elaine's big ordeal be, like, the prison or dust court? Yeah. Oh, well, because they're Sister Peaks, right? Aren't they yes. called, like, Sister I think Peaks? So. And then there's three Archeron sisters. Oh, and... God. Sarah. Oh. Yeah. And I know there's a part, well, in Akasif, uh, when Nesta goes to the prison, she can hear people through. The, she says Screaming. it's like she hears people through the stone or yeah. something. Yes. Which we kind of think is maybe like people from the past of Dust Court. Maybe it's people lost. Maybe it's like a memory. But there's a moment in Akawar when Elaine is like kind of in her like trance seer state and like saying yeah. crazy things. And someone's talking to her. I think it's Lucian. And she's like staring out the window and he, she's like, I can, like, hear people across the sea or something like that. Yes. I think she even says, like, maybe screaming in stone, too. Like, I don't know if she also has a connection to dust or dust court. How interesting. And Lucian was like, yeah, I don't hear anything. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lucian. Thank you. Lucian, like, stop talking. Oh, really? He's like, I don't hear anything. Like, oh, cool. What is he yelling at her? He's like, favorite. Help me, please. He's like saying, please. I'm like, you're not yeah. helping her. You're distracting her. Stop it. <laughs> the girl can't read you yelling at her to read it. It's not going to help her. <laughs> it's not going to be helpful. And Reese is over here like, hold up. Let me she actually needs, do she this. She needs to sound out the phonics. Let her sound yeah. like, that's... Um, But yeah, no. Nice that's, I, yes. Remember something like that that I was like, this actually could be. Yeah. This feels. She does a couple of those. She yeah. talks about the ravens. She talks about a firebird. Yeah. Across yeah. the sea. Really? I feel like I'm sure someone's done this, but someone needs to, or I should go back and like write down every random thing she says and be like, how many of these have yes. already come true? Okay. What yes. are the ones that are left? Like, what are uh, these? Listen, I'm okay. terrified about Cassie. I know. Right. Because of Cassian. Are you Cassian? I know. How dare you, Elaine? No, it won't. And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean, Elaine? What do you, don't, don't, don't take Cassian away. We can't do that. No, 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 no. I think maybe she was seeing the end of Akawar when, and that's why maybe she showed up to kill King because she was like, I see that he's going to kill you both. Yeah. I think so too. We still don't know how she got there. No. I was going to say, Nat, do you know how Elaine got from where she was? I think she walks through, what it looks like happens is that she walks through Asriel's shadows. I've, I've, somebody sent us that in yeah. a DM. Because she, like, okay. kind of appears okay. to the shadows and then she, like, has Truth Teller. Yeah. Which so, I... So Asriel's just like, yeah. here you go. <laughs> Which I guess I'd also like to say, and then I feel like, I feel like Nesta's really credited with killing Highburn, but Elaine did a lot of the work, too. She, well, she did. She I, did the literal work. Yeah. She's stabbing. She did. I agree with you. When I started yes. reading Akasif and everyone's, like, calls Nesta, like, Kingslayer, I, like, was like, I need to reread Akawar no. because I thought something no. different happened. <laughs> no, it's She it's, was, it's if Elaine. we remember, on the ground yeah, prepared to die. 
she was literally like, well, yeah, gonna die. Yeah. Let me she was nowhere near him. Hold on to Cassian. Like, literally, she's like, okay, well, here we go. And lays down. And then Cassian <laughs> puts his arm around her. And they're like, we're, we're, here we go. We're yeah. dying together. Um, one last, like, okay, well, this is gonna kind of end of it on a kind of a sad note, but like, it's, it's a, okay. it's a sweet moment. One of our listeners DM'd us and was like, I guess during Starfall in Akamath, she was like, there's, they make note of like 12 stars that are grouped together okay. that are moving across the sky. And she was like, what if that's the 13 and <gasps> they're waiting, they're Stop waiting it. for Manon to come back. Stop it. <laughs> are like, you serious? I was like, thank you, but also, how dare you? How dare you? you. She was like, I know, I'm sorry. I just, she's like, it's like so specific when they say, like, there was a grouping of 12 stars together, like moving across the sky. And she was like, what if it's the 13? And I was like, gorgeous. Done. Well, done. I'm like, how, what a beautiful thought. And also, they're waiting for Manon, but also, like, you know, tying in. Multiverse. See? I brought it back around. <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> but thank you, listener. Oh. Guys, this was fun. Yeah, this, this was, was really fun. good. Nat, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for inviding yes. me. Yes. I, ho- I hope I hope we weren't too chaotic. No, this was really you. fun. This was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are yes, slightly chaotic. We are. This was so fun. Um, but we'll do more of these episodes too. So everyone send us your your things and now we'll just be sending them back and forth with Nat too to get all yeah. our yeah we'll be like Nat weigh in on this please <laughs> all our little mermaid listen, things listen Nat, Nat you need to send us all the Elreal like support because yeah. I, need to, I need to mentally prepare myself that this is probably yes. what's going to happen because considering it's going to be another sister book yeah. I mean it makes sense that Azriel ends up with her I just am not there yeah. yet mentally so please send me all I the support I have a real casual 25 slide PowerPoint so I can uh, send that oh out. my god casual <laughs> I love it yeah. i yes. love it okay so that wraps it up until next time not thank you again so much for joining us yes. this was so much fun listeners i hope you enjoyed it um follow nat at that's what nat read and also you should check out her amazing etsy shop just nat co it's where we buy all of our sweatshirts from love and them. they are amazing <laughs> as we are personally styled <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we are personally styled by them for this episode yeah. um so yeah make sure you follow nat and follow us at flights of fantasy podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and until next time cheers and happy reading cheers cheers, cheers. thanks guys <laughs> yay, yay.